This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Is the Dan Grosser Show. Mercifully, the month of June has come to an end. How, how bad was the month of June for the New York Mets? As we enter July, you got a team that's 10 games under 500. There are only three teams worse than the Mets in the National League. So not only did they stink up the joint over the last 30 days, but they dropped 15 games in the standings over the last 30 days. Everybody in that organization has played a role in what has been one of the biggest disappointments in Major League Baseball this year. I'll tell you one thing, I wouldn't doubt these guys. I can tell you that. Somebody's going to make a mistake if they do. This is the Dan Grosser Show. First of a new month. And if you're a Met fan, maybe, hey, can't get any worse, can it? <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Happy July. Happy one and all. Happy birthday to my mom, as a matter of fact. That's right, July 1. Big celebration today for mom, so we'll have a good time. There you go, holiday weekend. I invited Bobby Bonilla, but he said he couldn't make it. He also has a celebration. See, that's smart business on my part, because you invite Bobby Bonilla to the party, you figure that the whole world knows that he's $1.2 million richer today. He's going to feel like a schlub if he shows up empty-handed at the party. You know, maybe he'll pay for the damn thing. Who knows? But yeah, he didn't get back to my invite. Surprising. Surprising. Nevertheless, uh, talking baseball, talking NBA, free agency, player movements here or there. Nets were busy yesterday, right? Nets doing some things, making sure that they lock up Cam Johnson, four years, $108 million, so keeping him in tow. They do lose a couple of pieces, though. Seth Curry goes back to the Dallas Mavericks. What is this? Like, Seth Curry's like fifth time as a member of the Dallas Mavericks, it seems like. I mean, they keep his jersey handy. Hopefully they didn't get rid of it. But yeah, Seth is going back to the Mavericks. He couldn't pay. He said, you know what? I gotta have me some Kyrie. I had such a great time as Kyrie's teammate when we were together in Brooklyn. I gotta go back to where Kyrie is. So he gets two years, eight mil to go play for Mark Cuban and company. And Joe Harris got traded by the Nets. They move on for him just to give themselves a little bit more flexibility. Nets had to actually kick in some draft choices, believe it or not, just to free up that money. But it's a money, it's a dollars and cents move more than anything else. Joe Harris kind of, you know, he was a nice story once upon a time, but Joe Harris kind of fell out of flavor, I think, lost his spot with all the retooling that they were doing in Brooklyn there. So they move on from him. And now the Knicks, right? We sit, we wait. We watch, we wonder, but you know that the plans next year are not going to include Jalen Rose. Now, I was a little bit surprised when they said a couple of days ago that they weren't going to go ahead and pick up that option for him. Not to say that they were going to pick up the option so he was going to be a part of this team next year, but you keep him under contract for at least another season and use it as a chip to move. Because whenever you talk about the prospects of making a big transaction, you got to make the money match up. Right, Evan Fournier, the $18.9 million, that's an expiring contract. You know any deal the Knicks make, he's going to be a part of it. That money's got to go the other way. You thought that Rose was also going to be that guy. Wasn't he? His option was somewhere around, I think, like $15, $16 million or something. So just those two guys alone, you're talking close to $35 million. That would have been handy. But he elected to go another direction, and then Derrick Rose goes and signs with the Memphis Grizzlies yesterday. Two years, $6.5 million. And look. Rose is going to play a role for them. I don't know how much play he's going to get, but just like Marcus Smart going to the Memphis Grizzlies, how he'll be good for that room, 
and especially some guys on that team who are maybe uh, a little young and immature and got to figure some things out, <clears throat> John Morant, Derrick Rose is another valuable veteran to bring into that room. So good for him. We know that he's got ties, of course, to Memphis, the old Memphis Tiger college days, taking him to the national championship game and so on and so forth. But what's next? What's the next domino to fall here for the Knicks? Right? We all think and expect it to be Dante DiVincenzo. That's great. But is there going to be another move? Is there going to be another trade? You know, the OB top and stuff is gaining some rumors here. It seems as if maybe that's run its course. And we know about the history. We know about the shouting matchup with him and Tibbs and not seeing eye to eye and him not getting as much playing time as maybe he would like or even some fans would like. And maybe they're going to give him a fresh start. Because when he was going to be eligible for a new contract extension, you kind of had the feeling that the Knicks were really not overly aggressive and bending over backwards to initiate that from getting underway. And if you don't think that he factors into the long-term plans, well, you know what? Do right by the player, help yourself in the process, and you move him. And it seems as if that's how things are headed here this summer for Obi Toppin and the New York Knickerbockers. And then, look, somebody's going to be right, somebody's going to be wrong. If he goes someplace else and he, you know, becomes a starter and he plays his 30, 35 minutes a game and he puts up all these wonderful numbers and becomes a 2010 guy and an NBA All-Star, then you know what? The Knicks swung and missed. It happens. Happens. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let's go to the phones and let us say good morning to our good pal Jose in Brooklyn. He is up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Jose, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Garanza, and shout out to the company and hello to everyone, Joe Leo, uh, Harvey. I just wanted to, you know, speak with you guys and, you know, great, great uh, segue with all the points on the free agency and pretty much summarization. Good stuff on that, Dan. It was a good summarization, and, uh, Jose, right? I mean, that was that was top five summarization that you're going to get today. But I will say, you know, Nick fans will be hard-pressed, you know, if OB Toppin does become a star, superstar because it will of be one of those will. situations. Of course they will. Of course they will. It will be one of those situations where we felt like we, we were right, we should have given them more time, and we didn't do it. But it is what it is. It happens. But I wanted to, you know, bring up another issue here. Yes. And, you know, I, I – I, I was at the Beach Bash event yesterday with the company, and we were there. I Apparently, I did meet Joe Leo. Sorry for, you know, misremembering. I definitely had a lot of stolies in me by that time. So uh, you, had some but, stole, you had some stolies in you, and yet you still were aware enough to be able to meet Joe and, and acknowledge Joe, unlike a certain <laughs> other person that works at this radio station. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that right now. No, I mean, you, we, we've gotten into it already. I mean, it's, it's, it's fact. Because it's going to take me away from, you know, the, the, the larger point, which is, is, you know, I was hearing you yesterday. I was listening. I was on the train. You know, you, you had a great, you know, you know, the Target story had me cracking up. The catch-up soda had me cracking up. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. And throughout the whole show, I, I, I get the breaking news that, you know, Dan is, is not coming. And I, I just wanted to know 
What could possibly be the excuse for Mr. Dan Graza not coming to Beach Bash, where everybody it looked like everybody was there? Like even even Ray Ray, who was on the same show you were in the morning, came down. So what 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 gives, Mr. Graza? Well, Jose, it wasn't. I I don't think we could call it breaking news. I I was never slated to be there in the first place. I mean, not everybody was there. You know, Michael K. What Michael K. wasn't there, right? Yeah, Michael K. Michael K. had another obligation. He was doing a Yankee game, and so you did know? I. I wasn't doing a Yankee game, but I had another obligation. Well, okay, you know what, I, I'm a bu- I Jose. Jose, I'm a busy guy. What can I tell you? <laughs> I would have loved to have been there, but you know, unfortunately, there's just some things that I couldn't move around. You know. All right. So you know what? I'll wait for that Aaron Rodgers exclusive interview. You know when 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 it when it comes out. Okay. So so I'll wait for that. I know that had to be the reason. I'm joking around, Dad. <laughs> no, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. I could I could guarantee it wasn't an Aaron Rodgers exclusive. <laughs> All right. I hope you have a great rest of your your, your weekend and and happy birthday to your mother, Dad. Oh, Jose. You know what? You're the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And more importantly, forget about the fact that I wasn't there. And who? I'm glad that everybody had a good time that was there you know because all the reports that i got firsthand and actually there's only been two of them um but it sounds like everything went off without a hitch yesterday which was good harvey went down joe went down and they're the only two people that i've spoken to since yesterday but it sounds like everybody had a good time and that's good joe you took the train you said all the way down yes i did from where did you take it from i was at my girlfriend's yesterday in valley stream so i went from valley stream to the beach bash at Bar how many Act. trains is that how many did you have to take that would be a transfer from obviously the liwr to jersey transit at penn station then a transfer at long branch so three trains three tra- oh my god that's like over the river and through the woods to the beach bash we go basically the amount of uh places i've been in new jersey on that train that i didn't previously go through it was yeah I, it, Let's just put it this way. It was a uh, trip through New Jersey. I'll t- I give you credit, man. Three trains down to the Jersey Shore. I mean, by the time you got there, it was probably going to be uh, after Labor Day, for crying out loud. And the summer was going to be over. That's wow. what it sure felt like on the way back. I, I can imagine. You. Wow. And Harvey, you drove? That's right. Hour and a half, my friend. Took the turnpike How- upwards, went through like a few tolls. Well, we had ye- yesterday morning on the show... When I was doing DNR yesterday because, you know, they had to go down to the beach bass. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do the show. So we were talking about, I mean, we, this, we were having spirited discussions about the best way to get there. And, you know, what was the proper exit to take on the Garden State Parkway? And we were going back and forth between, you know, 100 and 98. And, you know, listeners were calling in and people were chiming in about the best routes and all these other things. So, and look, as long as everybody found the place, that's the most important part. I took 98. It was the fastest for me. You could go uh, to 100, but well, I let me ask you a question. When you and look, it was hard because it was a Friday going into a Fourth of July weekend, so there are always going to be more traffic and those type of things. But from the times that you drive down to the shore, how much longer was it for you as opposed to like when you go any other time when there's not going to be all that extra volume? Probably like just 15 minutes. Oh, just an extra 15 minutes. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really drive down the shore that often, but you're not a big beach guy. Not really. No, because if there's a soccer game to go to, you're going to go to that instead. I'm, I'm there, man. What are we talking? Somebody about? says, "Hey, Harvey, you want to go to the? You want to go to a, a a all expenses paid beach vacation for the weekend? You know, three days down at the Jersey Shore, or 
You could go watch the Red Bulls play Columbus on a Saturday night. What would you do when he's going to go to the Red Bulls game? Red Bulls play Columbus tonight in Columbus. I, that's why I said. I'd, that's why I threw Columbus. I'd go down there. You know? But the game's in Columbus. If I said, if I, I said, hey, Harvey, you know what? How about an all-expenses-paid trip for the weekend to beautiful Columbus, Ohio, to watch the Red Bulls play the Columbus crew? Or all-expenses-paid, you know, three-night stay or whatever down at the Jersey Shore, you would still pick Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, of course. Where you maybe get a, a lap or two in at the hotel pool at the days in that they're going to put you up in. I wouldn't be in the pool. What the hell do I need a lap or two yeah, down there for? It's, it's amazing. It, it, it's amazing. It's like you don't want any part of the outdoors, the fun, the this, the that. I'm a, I'm at a soccer game. I'm at, I'm at the outdoors. Harvey, though, I'll tell you, you know what Harvey did last? He went to the beach bash. He came back and then still went to, to Red Bull to watch the Gold Cup with El Salvador last night. Insane atmosphere. Tremendous night, honestly. I saw where, where, where his head coach, the team coach for El Salvador, almost murdered the referee as soon as the final whistle blew. He had a good reason for it. You kidding me? It's the 97th he, he had minute. A, he had a good reason because the referee blew a whistle to end the game. It was at a corner kick. Let him take the corner kick. No, you're biased. Because you know what? If you were Costa Rican, you wouldn't be saying that right now. Costa Rica felt that the game ended exactly at the time it should have. Oh, they would have argued to take the corner kick. If it was flipped, Costa Ricans would have wanted that corner kick to be taken. It was. It, I I watched some of the game last night. It was packed. It was packed. Uh, over nearly twenty three thousand packed the arena. Were there any fights? Were there any issues yeah. that really? Yeah, I saw two fights on the section above me, and I saw two pitch invaders get tackled down. It was funny. He took three pitch invaders. Yeah, it took three <laughs> three security staff members to take one down. Insanity. Oh, pitch invaders. Oh, sounds like a science fiction like sitcom or something. Pitch invaders. I'll tell you what. And what? And, and for those that don't follow soccer, what a pitch invader is is just your average yo-yo that runs onto the field during the game. That's a pitch invader. For those that don't speak soccer. Yeah, learn a new, learn a new language, by the way. Speaking well, because people that do it, people that do it at football games, at baseball games, and they run around the outfield and then they get tackled by security. They don't call them pitch invaders. They just say drunken yo-yos that run onto the field. That's too wordy. Well, that's you know wordy some people like that though. Wordy. How do you feel about the Red Bulls tonight going to Columbus? I like their chances. It's not going to be easy because Columbus are the top scorers in the league, and they have some dang good players. Lucas Alarion. Is, is Brian McBride playing tonight? No. No. Not Freddie Hayduke, not um, Scalato as well. Brian McBride was the only guy that I knew played for the Columbus crew, and that was, what, like 20 years ago? Yeah, and then I think he took a position in U.S. soccer. Yeah, U.S. soccer. Is he, did they blow him out too, or is he still with the organization? I doubt it. I mean, he's not doing anything notable, so. Wow, how about that? Brian McBride probably does great work in his local community. He reads to the blind three days a week, and you said, well, he's not doing anything notable. Like, why, why are you just going to, like, throw cold water on what the guy does? Here we legacy? go. Well, where does Brian McBride do now? Does, does he do? nothing. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. Google, what does Brian McBride do now? Nothing. Go Red Bulls. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone We'll get to your calls and also the latest – on one James Harden, and yet there's still Nick fans out there that would advocate bringing this guy aboard. Explain it to me, because I can't figure it out. Grasso Show till noon, 98.7 ESPN. I wouldn't be in the pool.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, uh, this upcoming week, because everybody is so curious, this week I'll be with Rick all week in the morning. DNR. It'll be me and Mr. DPH. So it'll be DNR instead of Dave and Rick. It'll be Dan and Rick. So that'll be us for the entire, not Tuesday though. We're going to take off for the holiday. Big 4th of July guy. Oh, huge. Love it. Love the 4th of July. So, two of us, Monday and then Wednesday through Friday, right here on 98.7 ESPN. And then you're not going to hear me for a while because uh, vacation will come a-calling. Let's say hi, too, as we go back to the phones. Mike in the Bronx, who's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Michael, how are you? Hey, Dan. Uh, Love the show. I was just wanting to bring up uh you were talking about Dante DiVincenzo yeah possibly reuniting with his Villanova guys with the Knicks do you think at that point the Knicks might consider calling Jay Wright at some point just to ask you know could you bring everybody back get the whole band back together you're saying (laughs) I'm saying Tibbs is great but he's always offensively very basic and uh you know it gets very stagnant um, you know, Jay Wright could change that. I, you're not going to blow out Tibbs before the season starts. He doesn't deserve that. No, I mean, no. You know, the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks still years, did a lot more good than two. bad this year. Yeah, a year or two down the line, maybe. Bring Jay Wright in to take him to the next level. Well, Like Steve Kerr with the Warriors taking over for Mark Jackson. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Mike, and, and I thank you for the phone call. Here, here's the thing, though. And look, I understand. I know how it works in this city. I know how it works amongst Knicks fans. We talk to them a lot. I think a lot of them can't wait to get rid of the head coach. Fairly or unfairly. And I think it's a little unfair, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, I've, I've defended Tibbs. And as I said, he's done a lot more good than bad for this team since taking over a few years ago. Think about, think about what this team has done two out of the last three years, Right. Two playoff appearances. They won a round. You develop two guys into 
all-star caliber players. I say caliber because even though Brunson wasn't an all-star, he damn well should have been. But, yeah, it is kind of, you know, when you're trying to play connect the dots here. Josh Hart's around. Brunson's here. If they get Dante DiVincenzo, it's like, all right, you got three Villanova guys on the team from the Glory years. If, 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 if the Knicks are going to look to make a coaching change down the road. And, look, I don't think Tibbs is going to be coaching this team, you know, five more years. You know, he's not a spring chicken. But if the Knicks decide to look for another head coach, whenever that might be, and if Jay Wright is still doing what Jay Wright is doing, remember, Jay Wright never made the leap to the NBA. I think he had offers. People came knocking on the door because that's the thing what you do as a college coach. College coaches that have had a lot less success on that level have made the leap to the NBA. So you know that would be the next challenge for Jay Wright, and people thought that when he stepped away. Like, Jay Wright had such a good situation at Villanova, right? I mean, he could essentially go like 0-30 for the next 10 years, and he'd still keep his job in Villanova. Maybe not 0-30, but you know what my, my point is, is that he had like the, the closest thing to like lifetime job security at Villanova as any coach in the sport. You know, they're going to put the Jay Wright statue up there one day. You win two national championships. So, yeah, does he want to try the NBA? I'm not so sure because I tell you, last year, he looked pretty comfortable to me on the TV screen, whether it was calling games, at the desk, whatever it was, he, and he was having a good old time doing it. And guess what? It's a lot less stressful than life as a coach. And when you go to the NBA, you're working twice as much as you would in college, right? Instead of playing... You know, 30 to 35 games, you're playing 82 games plus the playoffs. Instead of playing, you know, two games a week, you're playing four games a week. And you're doing it for six months, hopefully more. You know, he's got enough money. It's not like Jay Wright's worrying about, you know, his lights being turned off or, you know, turning off the electricity. If he wants a challenge, if he has that itch, if he feels compelled to get back out on the court, you know, maybe. And who knows if it's even going to be with the Knicks. Right? Jay Wright might want to get back into coaching and give the NBA a shot before the Knicks even decide to make a change with their current situation with the coaching staff. And then that means he's going to have to go to some other organization. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. Tommy Connecticut up next here on 98.7. Tommy, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, Dan. How are we doing? Tom, you know what? I'm outstanding. What is going on, Tom? <laughs> it's it's always, always good to hear you. I'm glad you're going to be on all week in the morning. You know, you know, I listened to you at night, but uh, that you and Rick are you actually really, really, really good together. Yeah, we have some fun. We have some laughs. That's all you need to do, That's right? For sure. So I was hoping to get back to the baseball. I got a quick yeah. point about the Yankees. But uh, so I, I'm, I'm the biggest Aaron Judge fan in the world. I can't wait till he gets back on the field again. But did you see Shohei Otani's home run yesterday? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. You mean uh, <laughs> 493 feet or whatever it was? God bless. He's, he is something else. And by the way, um, by the way, to, to Tommy's point, okay, Otani and, and, and the Angels lost last night. Arizona beat him. Right. But <laughs> Otani hits a home run. If you want to talk about records and pace, you know, everybody thought Judge hits the 62 last year, and they're thinking, oh, yeah, that's going to be safe for years to come. Get this. Otani right now, 30 home runs through 84 games. That's the same amount of home runs that Aaron Judge had through 84 last year. How about well, that? Well, yeah, I, I think I saw a stat where um, 
he's like the fastest to 30 home runs and 10 stolen bases or something by at this point in the season. It was, it was something to that effect. Like, how about, how, hey, Tom, how about this? How, and look, Judge, Judge is phenomenal. They're, they're both unbelievable players. But let me give you this, too, because I stumbled upon it. Through the first 82 games of the season, Otani this year versus Judge last year, um, Otani's batting 310. Judge was 284. Each have 30 home runs, 67 RBIs for Otani, 65 for Judge. OPS, 980 for Judge, 1070 for Otani. And, 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 Otani's got a sub three ERA as a starting pitcher. I was going to say, (laughs) 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 but, uh, but the other thing I wanted to, so, so the Yankees get rained out last night. And I checked the weather for St. Louis, Missouri today. I, I don't know that they're going to get this doubleheader in because they got, they got severe weather coming again. Oh, do they really? So what are they going to do, play a triple header tomorrow? <laughs> no, no. What would happen is, and, and Tommy, good phone call, my friend. I appreciate you as always. I can't even get my uh, weather site to pop up here. Um, but but l- let's just say that happens, Okay. You'd probably try to do the doubleheader again tomorrow. And then you don't have the off day on Monday because the Yankees are back home playing Baltimore. You're going to have to give up an off day down the road later in the season, which would really be unfortunate because that would mean the Yankees as the road team would have to schlep all the way to St. Louis for one day and then leave town. I don't know. Maybe they could do it at some point. You know, if the Yankees are geographically like in the area at some point later in the year, I can pull up their schedule and check it out. Um, it would stick, and, 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 you know, the other thing about it, too, is depending on when and if they would have to make up that game, do they, you know, does it become more of a winnable game for the Yankees? Because you figure that they're still going to be in the mix, right? But what about the St. Louis Cardinals? Cardinals are in last place right now, but the National League Central stinks. So you figure that it's going to be hard for them to play themselves out of it completely because I I just don't think anybody's going to run and hide from that division. Yankees have an off day on Thursday, August 10th, which is right after they play a three-game series at the White Sox. So Chicago, St. Louis, they're close by, but you got to see if the Cardinals are free on August the 10th. I'm just spitballing here. Who knows? Let's see how they make out with the weather here over the next couple of days. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. We'll talk some Knicks and talk some James Harden. We return. Grasso with you, 98.7 ESPN. Drunken yo-yos that run onto the field. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. So James Harden, before we get back to the phones, James Harden, probably going to be an ex-Philadelphia 76er, picked up the $35.5 million option, and it's going to be with a design to trade him. Knicks are one of the teams that have reportedly engaged Philadelphia in conversation. Clippers are another. I don't know why, from a Knicks standpoint, they would even fathom the idea for more than a millisecond to bring James Harden onto this team. You talk about ruining a good thing. You know, you've been so methodical in your approach as to build this club up to a contender or to a place at least where you feel you're one missing piece away. That's really going to be able to then elevate this franchise to a place it hasn't been in, I don't know, almost forever, it feels like. James Harden's not that guy. Not. You know, even when he went to the Houston Rockets once upon a time, after he got out of Oklahoma City, remember the infamous Kevin Martin trade? I said that that worked out okay for Houston, at least. But even then, it's not the right fit for this team. You already have a ball-dominant guard in Jalen Brunson. You got a steal of a player in Jalen Brunson, a guy who has morphed into, if not the face of your franchise, the co-face of your franchise. James Harden's the guy who needs the ball in his hands. Why would you bring him here? And, oh, by the way, did we forget James Harden and his recent history over the last few years? And so the crap that he pulls when he doesn't want to play someplace anymore? And he weasels his way out of Dodge, whether it was in Houston first, then Brooklyn, and now Philadelphia. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, I thought that, really, we had turned the corner. I thought that we were seeing things a little bit differently. There was light at the end of the tunnel. And this franchise, instead of just acting on impulse, which they've been guilty of doing for too many years in the past and committing way too many sins. I thought we had moved beyond that. The big splashy name, the guy who's, you know, had some success in his career, but maybe isn't the player he used to be or maybe isn't the right fit for this team. Remember they would bring in those guys in the past? Not now. They didn't want to bring in Donovan Mitchell last year. They thought the asking price was too big. Donovan Mitchell would have fit. Forget about what the asking price is for James Harden. Tell me where the fit is. Tell me. And we were just talking about Tibbs and the, and the coaching staff and, you know, who's going to coach this team. I said it yesterday on the air, and I'll repeat myself for those that did not hear it. If you bring a guy like James Harden onto this team, you might as well then start the clock, start the countdown, like Times Square New Year's Eve where they got the clock there, Right? And the countdown to see when the ball is going to drop. And we all say, Happy New Year! Feliz Año Nuevo! Start the clock to when Tom Thibodeau's time as head coach of the Knicks is going to expire. Doc Rivers on his way out the door in Philadelphia. He was asked, what was it like coaching James uh, James Hardy? He said, I'm challenging. Yeah, you think? You think? James Harden's a guy last two years, well, this year specifically, played with the freaking league MVP. Best player in the league. How'd that work out? 
How'd they fare in the playoffs? How did Philadelphia fare in the playoffs last year with James Harden there? They got as far as the Knicks did. Why would you think about bringing him here? Anthony and the mail truck, up next, 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Anthony. Dan, good morning, brother. How are you? Anthony, outstanding. Tell me, how's things? Good, good. Uh, big, big shout-out to the company. So Huge. Uh, miss, missed you yesterday, man. Really did. Uh, so a lot of people, and uh, I know you had prior engagements, and I understand that. Just wanted to let you know that we missed you. That's all. Anthony, I appreciate um, that. Like I said, one of, the, one of these days down the road, we're going to make it all happen. We'll have a big kumbaya the whole nine yards. Yes, yes, of course. Um, so getting on, I mean, you're, you're shot out of a cannon this morning, and you're, you're 100% right with your James Harden takes. And who the heck would want this guy on the team? You know, after seeing what happened with the Nets, you think to yourself, oh, you know, James Harden getting out of there. Oh, maybe he wasn't the problem. Maybe he was just, you know, there to, you know, try and win a ring, just like the other two. And, you know, Kyrie was the problem. Or, you know, Kyrie is a problem. Yes, we all know that. But James didn't help himself, especially, you know, opting into his contract and basically saying, I'm not playing for you guys, and, I'm, and I need you guys to trade me. I mean, it's, it's utterly it, – it's, it's embarrassing, you know, and, and – you're you're a hundred percent right. If if the Knicks even think about uh, adding a guy like this to the team, I mean, it's gonna take all the you know the the family dynamic away from it. I just feel like he's gonna he's gonna ruin it and he's gonna you know implode it from within. I, and the other thing about this too, Anthony, and I thank you for the phone call, my friend. As always, have a great weekend. The thing about James Harden, what is he gonna be? Thirty-four years old, or is thirty-four years old? You really think that James Harden is going to age gracefully into the senior years of his NBA career, a la, let's say, a LeBron James does, as LeBron now pushing 40 years of age? You think James Harden is going to keep himself in the tip-top shape that one would expect to be in to be able to still perform at a high level as a professional athlete? I sure as hell don't. What am I missing? And that's the direction that the Knicks would think about. Look, I just hope that this is all a smokescreen. Because I've sat here and I've tried to examine this thing from so many different angles and so many different possibilities. And for the light, it doesn't make sense. Not, not one of them does it make sense. And why would you want to subtract from the core that you have right now? Now, look, if you're going to, you know, you want to get James Harden for Obi Toppin straight up, hey, be my guest. You know, you might as well roll the dice there. But... That's not happening. It just defies logic in so many senses here. Mike and Dix Hills is up next here on 9870 ESPN. Michael, how are you? Good. How you doing, Dan? What's um, up, Mike? So I'm going to tell you what you are missing. Um, so uh, I agree with a lot of the points you're saying, but mm -hmm. I don't think the Sixers have a whole lot of leverage uh, in trading Harden, so I don't think you'd have to give up much. Uh, say that, that they offered um, quickly uh, Fournier and, and two first-round picks for Harden. Remember, he's only on a one-year deal, so – you're really rolling the dice trying to get the best version of Harden who's playing in a contract year. And if it doesn't work out, you can always trade him at the trade deadline, recoup some assets, or let him walk, and you have $39 million coming off the cap. But it won't work, though, Mike. Well, we don't know. We know that – I know you said about him being ball-dominant, but remember, Brunson played with a ball-dominant Luka, and both of them played well. 
Um, and Harden does did average ten assists a game. Yeah, but and the best work, remember, but Mike, here's the thing though: the best of Jalen Brunson came when Luka Doncic was not in the lineup. Right, that's when he was at his absolute best. I just think you have such like you stumbled onto a gold mine. It was almost like you know you're walking in the fields one day, you got your little shovel there, you start digging, all of a sudden you stumble upon oil. That's what happened with the Knicks last year with Jalen Brunson, right? And if you're going to bring in a guy like James Harden, it just seems like you're distracting from that. Uh, unless, unless he's, you got to motivate James Harden, and if it doesn't work, because remember Harden, uh, the way he attacks the basket, that, that's how. We, we all want RJ to play. So maybe RJ can learn a little bit from uh, that style of play, even from James Harden, and maybe you got, that helps him out. I just don't think you have to give up much. And if it doesn't work out, it's only a one-year contract. You can, yeah. You'll trade him at the deadline. There'll be a team that would want him. You'll recoup some assets, or you let him walk. You have all that money under the cap. I, you know what, Mike? I, you're making salient points. I'll, I'll say that, all right? But I just – and I thank you for the phone call. I just think it's more trouble than it's worth. And here's the other part of this, too. I didn't even bring it up because it kind of goes without saying. You think that they're really going to enjoy James Harden? And what, you know, a, a guy like Tom Thibodeau is going to really enjoy what James Harden brings on the defensive end of the floor? Defense? <laughs> James Harden defense? <laughs> James Harden doesn't, couldn't guard a parked car. Couldn't guard a parked car. And you don't think they're going to sour on that? And that's not going to cause some friction? Like I said, that's why. You bring James Harden on this team, start to begin the countdown for when the Knicks are going to make a coaching change. It's inevitable. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Grass's show till noon right here on 9870 ESPN. Pitch Invaders. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> talking about a little bit earlier yes it is a since it's july 1st it is bobby bonilla day so happy bobby bow day and for those that aren't caught up with those festivities or don't celebrate the holiday from 2011 to 2035 on this day bobby bonilla gets a check from the mets from for 1.193 million dollars part of his buyout Back in the year 2000. So checks keep coming. There's still 12 years and $13.1 million left that the Mets owe Bobby Bo. Sound business strategy. Right at the time, Bobby talked it over with his agent and said, well, this is what they want to do. You know, they want to buy out, but they want to spread this sucker out. He's like, ah, why not? You collect the interest as well. Boom. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. And you know what? Here's music to Met fans' ears as well. It's not just Bobby Bo. Forget about that. You know, that, 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 that's ancient history. That shouldn't even be... Any cause for concern for you. But given how well this season is going, and then again, this isn't anything to do with the Mets. I mean, the Mets are paying this guy enough money as it is on their own. But Max Scherzer, who's making $43 million this year from the Mets, right? Standard contract. Can't do anything about that. Do you realize today is also a monumental one of sorts for Max? Because today on July 1st, when he you know, pops into his old, you know, Wells Fargo account, goes on the app online to check his balance, or when he strolls up to the ATM machine today on his way to City Field, he's going to see the second installment of $15 million that is in that old checking account, and that one comes from the Washington Nationals with that blockbuster contract he signed with the Nationals once upon a time. 
He gets five of those. Fifteen million a pop on July the first. And that goes through twenty twenty-eight. And the last one is actually going to be picked up by the Dodgers because, remember, the final year of that deal, he got traded to L.A., and I guess L.A. were the ones who decided, yeah, that's right, we'll pick up that money, we'll pick up that last payment, too, on the contract all those years down the road. Imagine that. Imagine you're getting $43 million, like, as part of your paycheck this year. And then, oh, by the way, in, right in the middle of your baseball season, you get an extra 15 bonus just thrown in there for work that you did in the past, retro pay. Oh, my gosh. Let's say hi to Nate in Long Island up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Nate, how we doing this morning? How we doing? Thanks for having me on. What's up, Nate? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I was listening to you say you're trying to examine this trade from different angles. What if you trade for Harden and you have him as a six-man coming off the bench against the weaker units against other teams? If people are forgetting Harden will drop 15-20 in his sleep, isn't this the same guy who led the league in assists, gave the Celtics a run for their money when, when Embiid went down? You kind of use this guy as an insurance policy in case one of your two best, uh, two best players on the Knicks go down. $35 million a year is not that bad when you see these free agents getting signed for $40, $50 million a year. And these are players who haven't even made the playoffs. And they're not, not even all-stars. What has James Harden ever won, though? Yeah, but if we don't sign this guy, you're thinking we're, we're probably just going to get bounced out of the second round again. I mean, what have we really well, done? Well, okay, well fine, but Nate, answer, answer, my, answer my question. James Harden played alongside the most valuable player in the NBA last year. The past two years, as a matter of fact. How far did Philadelphia get right. with those two? Yeah. Right. He's not he's not actually the best player in the league. It's Jokic. But this guy went down. He's constantly injury-prone. He still stepped up when Embiid was down. He's still a good player. Reasonable okay. player. Reasonable contract, I think, $35 million. And he's never played a six-man role. Like you said, he's 34 years old. Maybe it's time for him to come off the bench. He's not going to come off the bench. But, Nate, thank you for the phone call. Here's the thing that you're forgetting. Okay, James Harden doesn't exactly have an illustrious postseason resume. You know, he's been part of some awful – Awful collapses in his career, especially with the Houston days. And by the way, this season, if you just want to go, you know, recent history, when they had a 3-2 lead against the Boston Celtics, right, in the last two games where Philadelphia crashed and burned, had James Harden doing those games? Not good. Seven for 27 in the two games that Philadelphia lost to end their season. Seven for 27. 
And he had Joel Embiid. Had Embiid. Richard in Manhattan is up next. It's always good to talk to Richard. Rich, how we doing? Hi, Dan. Dan, what 34-year-old guy ever came to the Knicks and performed in 60 years? What, what, in, in the history of the New York Knicks. Well, I mean, you want to go back a ways. Guys really weren't playing all that much at that it age. It doesn't matter. Then, what so, 34-year-old yeah. ever played? I mean, you know, who? Nobody. I yeah. mean, Stoudemire was older, and look what happened to him. I mean, it doesn't work. And, you know, it's a nice – if he came cheap, if he came for free, if he came uh, willing to be a six-man, yeah, those are things you can do. But if he's not willing to do all that now, now, it's too much of a, it's too much of a risk, too much – now, you can't do it, Dan. It, it, that makes no sense at all. It'll stunt the growth of the other guys. No good. No, Dan, you can't even look at it. He's, he's not a history, guy, a history player where, you know, with the Knicks where they owe him something. or they. No, he's going to come and be demanding and all. No, no. I mean, That's if he I mean, came like, for free, like, yeah. Of the course, role he's that, willing to be a six-man, of course. No, he I'll ain't playing. He, Rich, he, that, that, right. he's, there's no way he's a six-man. James I Harden is a guy. He wants his points. He wants yeah, his shots. No he no wants good. James no, Harden would yeah, rather go. James yeah. Harden would rather go to the worst team in the league and take forty shots a game than yeah, play, no, let's say, a supporting role on a winning team. No, no, we got to stay away from. It. Hey, Dan, as far as uh, the firings at ESPN, uh, none of them really matter except Van Gundy. I'm going to miss the guy on TV. Him and Mark Jackson were good together. You know, I mean, maybe because he was a New Yorker and. The way his slant was, you know, he talked like a New Yorker and sarcastic. You know, he had a little uh, Marv Albert in him, you know, without being the professional announcer. So to me personally, that's all I care about is me, and uh, I'm going to miss him because he really had a good vibe for TV and the Nick games and uh, the national games, so I'm going to miss that. But Rich, the other guys, Rich here's, you know, here's the thing about that, and i, and I got to go and i got to hit the break, and I'll say this. Yesterday was an awful day for our business company the business business as a whole okay and rich just i don't think rich meant anything by it when he said that's the only one that matters to me here's the thing these are people's livelihoods and i don't care what their jobs are i don't care what their paychecks are these are people's livelihoods that are affected when things like this happen all right um and it's kind of disgusting honestly when you know you go on the internet or you see things that people say or write or post you know about people losing their jobs right just because you're a public figure and you're in the public eye and you, and, and you do what we do they're no different than anybody else all right when when misfortune happens you lose a job you get fired whatever you know that's a strain on you your family others could be affected it's no different than like in sports when coaches get fired players get traded this and that like there, there's other trickle-down effects you know like when a head coach is fired well, guess what? More often than not, all the assistant coaches are going to be looking for jobs, too, which means they're not making millions of dollars, and they're going to have to uproot their families. And, you know, little Billy, who's in the fifth grade and who's got all his buddies, now knows that he's going to have to go to a new school in a new state and make all new friends next year because Dad just got fired. You know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's sick, to be quite honest with you. It, it really and truly is, and unfortunately, that's um, – that's the way this business goes. That's the direction this business is kind of trending, and it's tough for everybody. It really and truly is. All right, one more hour still to play with. Dan Grasso with you on this Saturday morning, 98.7 ESPN.